You're listening to the Loose Stokes podcast. Real and inspiring conversations with individuals from all over the world, sharing their insights in sustainability, fashion, conscious consumerism, and empowerment. Be inspired to take action and be the change you want to see in the world. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Loose Stokes podcast. I'm super excited today to be talking to Marlene Beavers. Marlene is the first European fashion psychologist. Welcome, Marlene. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. Thanks. Good. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm very excited for it's our chat. Wonderful. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about you and a bit about your background? Well, uh, that's a good question. I, um, I'm, I have kind of a, uh, a very a, a specific, atypical profile. Uh, let's start with my, um, well, back in, in past, I studied uh, languages and afterwards I did some modeling, international modeling, and then I just quit and uh, I built it, I created a real beautiful house and surroundings for two kids. So I was very busy creating something beautiful and uh, lovely. It was all about beauty and love. In fact, the red thread through my life is uh, beauty and connection. That's all what it's about uh, to me. And today it comes to an extract of this, in fact. But um, to continue, in a later period, I started studying matchmaking. Uh, so I'm a love matchmaker. <laughs> and and uh, later on, I studied fashion psychology. So it was uh, the last part of my path until now, before I started um, building my company, mm-hmm. which is now about uh, in this in fourth year. Amazing. So what is your company exactly? Well, I just, uh, I created a uh, holistic style approach mm-hmm. it's a unique uh, style approach i would say because it's the first holistic one and it is um, about your personality type so i analyze your personality type and i link it to uh, clothing items and style mm-hmm. so that you get a boost of your appearance and not in the least a optimal performance so, because that's something people are not very aware of sometimes, mm. that they perform better. Sometimes they are aware, but, but in fact, unaware, aware. So they don't know yeah. why it happens. And the instrument I offer is that they can use certain uh, items, clothing items, to be aware of what will happen when they wear them. Interesting. So... Can you give us an example? Uh, so the, it's, uh, the, the system or the instrument consists of five personality types mm-hmm. and five together, they form our human being, our complete human being. So we all have them in, in our being. But one of them is dominant. So for instance, we do the tests and um, the result will give you, for instance, that you are a... Uh, that you are kind of principled, very structured, that you are elegant, that you are kind of a perfectionist. 
Um, so I call that the improver type um, in the East because it's an East-West combination of, uh, of types. In the East, I call it the metal type. So for certain people, it will be more recognizable as that uh, kind of energy, because it's about yeah. energy. And that type I combine with specific clothes. Okay. And not only because of the color, because we all know that certain colors have a certain energy, mm-hmm. but I've got six aspects of a clothing item that has a certain energy. So we don't we only have, we, we do not only have colors, but also shapes, um, textures, fabric. Uh, style details and uh, what's the sixth one anyway six aspects of a clothing item I analyze and I combine it with the dynamics of a personality type so for instance when you when you are the improver you will be drawn towards um, very elegant stuff very soft cashmere um, um, silk and to the colors gray, white, off-white, like that. So that will all be combined with your energy. So it's about energy, you see? Nice. The energy of a clothing item is linked to the energy of your personal dynamic. So, and you don't only have your basic type, that's your dominant type, but also, and which is very important, is the, uh, your intention. So you've got a long-term intention. It means, or we analyze the long-term intention, maybe you're not aware of, but that's part of another second test. And it analyzes your long-term goals, your mission. Wow. And that will be uh, taken by another type of those five. And so what we're going to do is combine those both types into your style. And there's a third one, but that's one that you can, that's very variable. You can change it over the day. It's like, where are you going to, for instance, to a party? Mm-hmm. Now, an improver type will, will have other uh, clothing items that she will wear for a party than, for instance, the caregiver type, you see? So every type, what is important is the base, that you have your basic type and that you know what fits you well, what, what, what fits your energy well, and then you can combine. So it's not determining. In fact, it's very opening. You can use whatever you want of those five types, depending on where you want, who you want to be, where you want to go to. So that's the, the way of working with this, uh, this instrument. Yeah, I love it. It's fascinating. So you talked a little bit about the East. So I'm guessing you Chinese, Tao. Um, like, where does that element come from? Because you said metal as well. Um, the yeah. so I'm just interested to know, like, where is that background coming from? Like a Chinese? Yeah. Background? Well, it's not, not only. Well, this is from the Chinese. It's, in fact, from the Feng Shui. Um, the Feng Shui um, method of analyzing energy. So you've got those five uh, energy types, which is metal, earth, um, water, um, wood, and fire. 
So those are the five that I, I also used as in a, in a Western, uh, I gave a Western name. So mm, yeah. Western name and Western name, but in fact, it's about the same type and the same kind of energy. Beautiful. And so um, obviously like this holistic approach, like what happens is you become more aware of what works for you and what you like how you like, when you like kind of thing, what textures, um, what colors. So then the more you know about yourself, then the more sustainable we can be, right? Of course, yeah. And course. do many clients come to you and ask you about sustainability? Like is sustainability built into your your business into your yes model. of course yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's the grounding the foundation of of this system is uh, is about sustainability because it's in fact about a sustainable mindset mm. uh, so the sustainability principles uh one of the most important principle is interconnectedness that you are in fact connected and that's also the holistic way of, of working you are connected with everything in the universe and also with your clothes so you have in fact the eastern um, foundation and i have also the western foundation which is built on neuropsychology so i i took both one uh, both um, principles in fact together but the foundation is always to be interconnected and when i uh, tell you about the, the the western part it means that uh, i don't know if you have ever heard about enclosed cognition yes i have but maybe it'd be nice for you to explain a little bit so uh in the 80s there were two uh, american psychologists who um were very aware of the uh, neuropsychological uh, system of um, embodied cognition, which means that our body is in fact the best teacher for our brain. Mm -hmm. And they took it a little bit further towards clothing. So they did some tests with a white a doctor's coat and they told one uh, test group that it was a doctor's coat in fact, and another group that it was a painter's coat um both groups got the same uh, cognitive test and what happened uh, was that the, the group who thought they were wearing a doctor's coat they had better uh, performance uh, with the test better attention better performance when uh, in a second part we hang the um, the the coat on a hanger so you don't wear it result is that the test doesn't give any difference. So which means that what we wear on our body, it's, it's a logic because it's our second skin, yeah. uh, which means that um, it takes everything, everything is taken by our brain, what we, what we put on our body. And it's not only in a way of uh, our senses, that's the first thing that's important, uh, but the second thing is that we also take symbols into our brain. So when we wear the doctor's coat, oh yeah, that's a doctor, so he's very intelligent or she, and so we have a better um, performance. Um, 
so, so yeah so if you you know if someone let's say going to speak on stage you would recommend that they wore, wore like a power suit or something because mm -hmm. that will change the way they perceive themselves and the way they think and the way they feel well, um, there's, a, there's a lot of talking about the power suit, but I have my own opinion about it. And if I may uh, tell you that I see lots of women wearing power suit, always the same kind of power suit and mm. always thinking that that power suit will give them the power. But um, I think it's derived from a, a kind of, from man, manly energy, from from. Uh, male energy, in fact, yeah, and I think not every woman fits that uh, power suit well, or you should twist it uh, in a real female way, in, or in a way that your personality type, your energy is founded, uh, because I think lots of women are, are dressed up like, like they are not themselves. I can't, yeah. I can't feel their own basic personality type anymore. So I think there is some, some symbolic meaning about that power suit that is a bit overrated. Yeah. Well, what, I, mm. yes, mm. what I think is important is that, and what this system does is going for your symbolism, go to your insight. Because what is your, what are your traits? What are your characteristics? You don't take them from the outside world, like, okay, the power suit is from a real powerful guy or woman, or the um, doctor suit is from an intelligent man. So you take your symbols from your own inside, like, I am elegant, or I, I want to be elegant, or I am structured, or I am perfectionist. So you relate it to your own traits, which is much stronger can be yeah. much stronger yeah absolutely and it's also going back to the sustainability part as well it's like if if you're looking outward and you know doing what you think you should do because we've been mm -hmm. told to do things a certain way um then you're going to end up with a wardrobe full of clothes that are not who you really are and then eventually you'll yeah give them away throw them away yeah you know or whatever and you'll end up feeling very disjointed and disconnected because you're not you know actually connecting with your inner world and how you yeah. want to show up in the world it's very true it's not about uh, fake it until you make it but i always say believe it until you receive it i like it i so, like it so there is no faking there's just yeah. about who do you want to be where do you want to get so focus on your goals and dress the part that's uh yeah, that's, that's Beautiful. And so obviously with all this information, then a person can go and then start to cultivate their dream wardrobe, let's say. Yeah, yeah, of course. And there is something else when I work with people, because uh, in the beginning I worked for about two years, it was before the uh, COVID, uh, I worked with individuals mm -hmm. uh, and the test was done. I had around about uh, 300 individuals in two years. So it was like wow. uh, really testing if the system worked. 
So, and afterwards, after COVID, I, I implemented it in uh, companies for employers' branding and employee and uh, companies' branding and, com and uh, employers' branding. But to come back to the individuals, I um, I, I did. Uh, in fact, the the the, uh, the system is that I do the analyze the I analyze the, the personality type with a test. And then we go into the wardrobe of that person to find out what belongs to her or him, because men are my most grateful uh, clients. Um, they think it's very practical. But anyway, um, then we see, but because everything that you need is in your wardrobe, there is not that much that you need more to buy. It's all there, but it's not structured it's not um you are not aware of what belongs to your basic type what belongs to your intentions because it's all it, there is there is not another name given to it before so right. that's very eye-opening for people when we can get more structure in that wardrobe and there's a second very important thing about sustainability is that I call it now the uh, Marie Kondo. You know Marie Kondo? Yes, yes. Well, I call it the next level because what did Marie Kondo say? That we only keep what makes us happy. But you see, when you go for your future intentions, maybe you're not happy today with what is hanging in your wardrobe, but maybe tomorrow or next week or next year. So everything that is sustainable in your wardrobe, let's say about textures, about fabrics, about quality of stuff, just I would, I would recommend to keep it. Yeah. And let my clients to keep it. And we give also a, a kind of structure, a kind of, um, uh, a way where they can see that it will be their intentions on a certain moment. Mm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I I really love coats and jackets, and I I've got this like fake fur coat. I've had it for years, and a couple of years ago we moved, and I was like, oh, I've had this for ages. I haven't worn it for a couple of years. Maybe I'll get rid of it. But something inside of me was like, no, no, don't. Mm -hmm. And this year. I um, washed it and like combed it and and I have I didn't take it off all winter and I kept getting all these compliments on it Wonderful. and I was like oh, I'm so glad yeah. I never gave this coat away. Okay, okay. Because... And did you find out about your intention? Why was that that suddenly you came back to that coat? You know what? Because it's quite um, it's like leopard print. It's like it's a fake kind of um, animal skin, let's say, a fake fur. And so it's quite bold and it's also quite oversized. Mm -hmm. So I felt before, I think when I wore it, that it was like, look at me kind of thing. Like I felt like it was almost too overpowering for me. Okay. I didn't want to be seen in that way. Mm -hmm. And I think now I'm like, yeah, here I am. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. 
Yeah, so I yeah. definitely connect with that because this winter yeah. I've not taken it off and I've yeah. like really loved wearing it. Yeah. So many people have commented on it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is really old. Like maybe it's... You okay. should do the tests. You should, yes. you should find out what are you going to? What's yeah, yeah, the yeah. name and what is... The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's fascinating because I also think as well, like you said about Mary Kondo, it's true. Like, yeah, okay, does it spark joy? But maybe it's not right now. Mm -hmm. um but maybe like you said in a, in a few months or in a year's time you'll feel completely different and yeah. it will be sparking a lot of joy in your life and I think yeah. in a way and I think we've got to this real um habit of get having things and just getting rid of them without yeah. really thinking about them because we live in a society that oh I can buy another one or yeah, yeah. or it was Completely. cheap so it doesn't matter you know, yeah. and it's like, I think it's so important to really be really conscious about, yes, it's good to do a mm -hmm. declutter, mm -hmm. but it's also good to really, like you said, think about your intentions. And Yeah, and what I always tell people, it's, it's becoming, it's like becoming a wearer instead of a consumer, you see? Yeah. Because yeah. you wear it really wearing inside out. And consuming is just, yeah, one thing yeah, today just... and another thing tomorrow, which has nothing to do. It's the most superficial way of creating a self-image, I think. Uh, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, I think, when you just consume mindlessly, like not, you know, thinking about it, not being conscious and not having intentions, that's when you make really bad mistakes and purchases. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, especially with fast fashion, it's so easy to get seduced by, you know, Zara and, and all these yeah. other fast fashion labels. You walk in the store and it's all very, mm -hmm. like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like being in a candy shop. Mm -hmm. And then the price is like, you know, mm -hmm. so people just buy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This system started in the 80s and it never stopped. It just went oh. worse and worse. Uh yeah, but that will be all written in my book <laughs> because I'm writing a book for the moment. And, um, well, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, changing people's mindsets uh, would be really, in my opinion, it is the most important thing to change um, society. It's yeah. changing the uh, the mindset of the person who buys stuff because as long as we keep on buying even if we if we buy sustainable stuff what we keep on buying we will always buy new stuff of course we will but in a complete different way uh, yeah in a much more aware way yeah absolutely I and mean, I think awareness is key to to everything yeah. isn't it like yeah. being aware of exactly what you're doing and where you're you know place like spending your money like you're kind of placing a bet for how you want your world yeah um and this planet to be and it's like if you're just mindlessly yeah. buying all the time and consuming you're filling yourself with stuff your wardrobe yeah. is stuff and then you have crisis that you've got nothing to wear and then you get rid of all of that and it's just like there's no sustainability involved mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah and you know i i don't know your age uh you don't have to tell me but because it's, it's <laughs> not important <laughs> it's not important we are ageless but my kids are gen z uh generation z 
26 and 21. And well, I think it's very important. It's very important for us when you are older to make their world and a bit better and or much better and, and to change their mindset too. Yeah, uh, to 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 give them impulse for uh, for this uh, this sustainable mindset. I think it, and it's astonishing there are two. It's like two uh, two waves. There are youngsters who are very into fast fashion and still buying yeah. buying buying stuff. But the more I look around, the more I hear, for instance, my daughter talking about her her friends. More and more people are getting aware in a very short period. I think. Since COVID, it's going very fast. People, young people, uh, becoming aware, and I think we should give an example. That's Absolutely. the reason why I, I, um, I, I sometimes I teach in uh, in high schools uh, because I think it's very important to make young young people aware. Yeah, for me too. It's it's. I mean, I'm forty two, and I, you know, back in my twenties, I work. I've worked in fashion all my life, and and I've. I've also spent a lot of money on fashion and fast fashion because I was so unaware and disconnected from mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. I, I would just go into a shop and just buy, oh, I'm going out tonight, I'll just buy mm-hmm. that. And then I'd probably have something similar in my wardrobe anyway that I'd forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have all this these clothes that weren't even really of any quality mm-hmm. or any meaning to me at all. They weren't aligned really with who I am. I was just buying yeah. them. I thought, yeah. oh, yeah, this will look good tonight. Yeah. You know? um, and then the more I got into yoga, actually, and practice yoga and, and just, you know, throughout that whole inner journey, that's when I was really, like, mm-hmm. more connected and realized that everything is connected and how this behavior is not sustainable. And now working with younger kids so I teach well they're not younger kids but they're like 20 let's say 26 and mm-hmm. we're doing the university I teach at um, university and about sustainable fashion and it's fascinating because it's, many of them come with no idea and then I start talking to them and then over the course they completely shift and it's mm-hmm. so, it's yeah. so inspiring to see young yeah. people realize yeah. that young um and be like, okay, I'm not going to buy here anymore. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to, you know, look more at secondhand. Because a mm-hmm. lot of them are obsessed with TikTok and all that. And mm-hmm. they've been showing me things on TikTok this year and this. And, 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 you know, they were saying about, you know, how learning about what is really going on in the fashion industry and fast fashion and who's making their clothes yeah. and who's touched their clothes. Like you said, energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Energy of your clothes. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, Marlene? About the energy that car- the clothes carry. Well, first, uh, you have the energy of the the text textiles, uh, yeah. um, which is very important when it is made by some uh, child slaves, for instance, or whatever people were not paid uh, for their work. That's the kind of energy that will. Will will be part of of the of the textile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second uh, kind of energy is when when uh, you wear certain colors and certain textures and certain um, shapes. 
have also a certain energy. So that's the that's the aspect of the mindset. So you have the energy in the textile. You have the energy which is linked to the energy of your dynamics, of the personal dynamic. So yeah. Both. Yeah, also as well, like there's certain things that I have that, that whenever I put them on, I feel a certain way because maybe something happened in that mm-hmm. mm-hmm. or in that dress or I went to a special occasion. It brings yeah. out like nice memories or the, the fabric on my skin makes me feel... Yeah. I don't know, soft and feminine or, or yeah, yeah. Reason. I, I, I do connect to the emotions. Yeah. Like the emotions. Well, neuropsychology says that it's about the uh, dopamine dressing, mm-hmm. which is true. In fact, eh? we, we, we got that hormone that, that is um, del- uh, de- delivered when you wear a certain softness or kind of color. But the uh, above this, what my system uh, helps you with is that to know what is specifically you can wear to get that dopamine free. Because there was a lot of there's a lot of articles written about you have to wear sparkling, uh, bright colors and, yeah. and soft stuff. But it's not the same for everyone. Not everyone is happy, or not everyone gets his dopamine free. With, with yellow or with, with, with bright colors. So the energy is, is, uh, is in every kind of, of uh, clothing item and it depends on your personality type, what kind of clothing item gets your dopamine free. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But also like just out of interest, sometimes you know if you walk into a shop and you try something on and in the shop you're like, oh yeah, this feels really good. And then the next day you're like, actually, why did I buy that? Mm-hmm. That's the impulse. Why is that happening? That's impulse the impulse. shopping, yeah. So yeah. it's like a sugar high. It's like eating candy. Well, but in fact, that's the dopamine. Eh? <laughs> when you had a good experience with something and you, the, the experience of shopping, in fact, gives you a dopamine uh, push uh, t- uh, too. And then you continue uh, shopping. That's the way that the marketing campaigns of fashion brands are working. I mean, they are always giving new impulses of what to buy, why to buy it, because yeah. it's trend. It's trend. But, but I think we more and more we should get rid of, of that word and of that, that uh, thing that trend is. What is trend? You are trends. Yeah whatever you want to be yeah it's yeah like, and also it's just got worse over the years like now it's like a trend lasts maybe mm-hmm. a week because of social yeah. media and internet it's like yeah. you can yeah. buy things at the click of a button now like you don't even yeah. like it's so easy yeah um, the trends in fact are pushing on peer uh um uh, yeah on peer, it's peer pressure yeah yeah, yeah, you no, want to look the same as somebody else you want to be in trend like somebody else but that doesn't make you happy to be somebody yeah. else i mean uh, yeah that's very it's very difficult uh, to 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 um, escape from this uh, system yeah it's very hard because it's all persuasive marketing isn't it mm-hmm. it's like you're constantly even like if you're scrolling on instagram and ad yeah. will come up yeah you can per- like now you can just purchase it there and then yeah or you couldn't you'd have to actually go and find yeah. it but now it's like click of a button and it's at your house the next day yeah yeah 
Interesting <laughs> time. Quite sustainable. <laughs> no. But you know, I, I feel like, like you were saying how the younger generation, like the Gen Z, are becoming more aware and mm -hmm. more connected. And like you said, there's kind of like these two um, opposites. There's the ones that really like into the TikTok and the fast fashion and like, but then there's these other sides that are becoming way more conscious and worried mm -hmm. about, concerned about climate change, the environment, um, social matters. Yeah, uh, well, actually, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with TikTok, Lou, but uh, no, I know. I it's, that, that. it's that it's like you should use it as an information, uh, uh, yeah. informational um, thing, not to, to, to get those influences for trends, uh, which is a, it's a difference. Yeah, but I think it's hard, though, because if you're, if you're just scrolling and looking at it all the time, you're going to be influenced. Yeah, like, no matter yeah, what. Even yeah, if, yeah. Like, even for me, where I feel like, you know, I, I feel like I have a good relationship with social media and I, I, I don't spend too long on it and I, I don't aimlessly scroll. But I think it's so easy to aimlessly scroll and become yeah. like, oh, go down yeah. a rabbit hole and now this and now that and... And so I think, again, it's like you said, it's mindset. Um, yeah, and it's kind of discipline too. Huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, should, being like, okay, yeah. I can spend 20 minutes. You should build more discipline, I think, uh, around those uh, influences. Yeah, and the same with like, you know, purchasing, like our buying behavior. Mm -hmm. We become more disciplined and, and we understand ourselves better on what our mm -hmm. likes are likes are rather than just mm -hmm. you know, oh i'm just gonna buy that um or i need a black trouser i'll just go here and buy the first one i see instead mm -hmm. of actually considering and thinking oh actually this is an investment item yeah 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 and that no one brand will make you happy or, or let's say it in a different way no fashion brand wants to make you happy they want to get the money that's all <laughs> So <laughs> there is no doubt about that, uh, and we should be aware of uh, of, 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 of the of the uh, of the goal. I mean, uh, yeah, of their yeah. intentions and yeah. of our own goals. No, absolutely. And but I think that brands could really change the way they do things and really like cultivate more of a like a community that they educate and that mm -hmm. and eventually yeah. they'll have people that are really loyal to them because yeah. they're feeling like they're getting something back as well for purchasing yeah. their clothes yeah but i think there's so much development that could happen instead of just yeah. looking as a brand going we need to make this much money yeah no, i think you but, need to be looking yeah. at other aspects yeah but as you know the fashion industry is a very archaic yeah. and uh, yeah. there are there are people trying to change that but that's not easy uh, but I think it's a growing community I'm, I'm, I'm positive about it I think more and more brands younger brands will yeah. uh, will try are going into sustain more sustainability but the, you know the supply chain is really it's big big it's a huge thing to be changed yeah. it cannot be changed overnight that's no uh, of course not it's been you know that it's been like that for yeah god knows how many years and it's it's all systemic and we have to yeah. unpick it yeah. and 
but it's the purpose that uh, should change. And uh, as you all, uh, as you also know, the greenwashing is still a very big uh, yeah. negative. Yeah, and many people don't even realize it's uh, it's know. greenwashed, not yeah, yeah. sustainable. Yeah, absolutely. People think, oh, such and such have bought out a conscious line. It's mm -hmm. sustainable now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, because yeah. it's so easy to play with words, isn't it? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, and there are also fashion fashion psychologists behind the scenes who are working uh, to influence consumers. That is, uh, yeah, of course, people are not aware, but uh, yeah, this happens too. Mm. Yeah, not only for for clothing; it's also for food and, and every. Yeah. Oh, yeah, psychology. Yeah. Mm. yeah, we're being studied all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have any tips that you'd like to give our listeners on creating a more sustainable and authentic, connected, intentional wardrobe? Well, I would say read my book. <laughs> ah, yeah. So excited for your book. It will be launched in September. Uh, oh. Next week, the cover and uh, and the title will be released. So I keep my I keep quiet until next week, but stay tuned and then uh, uh, you'll get to know. Uh, you can follow me on my uh, social media like Instagram or LinkedIn. I will release uh, once in a while something about my writings and and the lounge and your instagram is at marlene beavers or? at marlene beavers yes okay and your website yes. the fashion psychologist dot e e e u e u yes amazing so marlene thank you so much for coming on it's been an absolute pleasure yeah um, it was a great pleasure. such an interesting yeah. conversation yeah it's fascinating yeah and I wish you the best of luck with your book. Once you release it, Thank please you. let me know. Thank you. And I can yeah. share it with my community. Yeah. Yeah, I would and, be glad to. And congrats with your very beautiful project about sustainable styling too. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I look forward to keeping in touch. And thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Hope thank to see you. you. Bye. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you did, please subscribe to the Lou Stokes podcast. Rate and review in the Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're tuning in from. I'd be so grateful. Also, check out the show notes to learn more about my guests and learn more about me on my website, www.loustokes.com. Until next time, be inspired, take action and be the change you want to see in the world.